Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. So I'm just going to start by seeing if I can share. Sorry. Hmm. Okay, I don't see it. So I won't end up sharing some photographs. Um, But I'll just say that um, I came into program in 1987 and 1986, 1987, somewhere in there, and have um, always stayed in these rooms. It has never occurred to me to in any way take a vacation from OA. Um, or any 12-step program, and I feel very, very grateful for that. Um, So basically, that means that I've been in 12-step programs now for half my life, and I I am familiar with both with different aspects of this disease in the sense of that I overate, I used to weigh about 60 more pounds than I do now. And I under ate, I used to weigh about 15 pounds less than I do now. And um, through OA, I have, um, my food is neutral. I have food neutrality. I, uh, and from there, everything else, um, came, which was around, um, my emotional life and my spiritual life came from stabilizing my compulsive eating behaviors, whether they went towards overeating or restricting. And so I sort of walk in a middle path. So, um, I wanted just to say this again, where it says tradition one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity, and the spiritual principle is unity. And when I first came, I'm going to relate this to my personal journey through recovery from compulsive eating first, and then move on to how this um, plays out in service work in OA and other aspects of my life. But Um, This thing around coming in, like when I came into the program, I, it would never have occurred to me to think about common welfare coming first. It was my welfare that came first. And they talk about in AA that this is a disease of self-centeredness and selfishness. And I think about that in relationship to my, how I came into program where I was concerned about how I would get the food, how I wouldn't eat the food, when would I eat it, um, how I could restrict it, how I would do this or that with the food. I mean, I was under this very, um, like, if you were in my way, I was going to get you out of my way so I could go get the food. This was all me, 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 being very occupied with what I felt like I needed to cope with this being driven by this amazing, powerful obsession to 
bring myself down with the food. And um, for me, this was a disease of being fractured. And that's the opposite of unity. Fractured is not about wholeness. And I was not whole when I came into the program. I was a fractured person. I, um, you know, feel like those parts of myself that were redeeming qualities had been lost to the disease. Um, and my honesty had been lost to the disease. I constantly, you know, I never said to people what I was doing with the food um, and other things in my life I wouldn't be honest with either. It, it just started with the food, but, you know, I would be dishonest at, in my workspaces. I would steal stuff. I would, you know, do all these things that came from um, just losing a sense of responsibility to others. And um, so that, and, and I had a fractured heart. Um, I didn't really, I, I kept my distance from people. I kept isolated. Even if I was with people, I pretended to be present, but really I just wanted everyone to get out of my way, get out of my life so that I could deal with this obsession and see if I could quiet it down through compulsively eating. Um, so it took a toll and um, being fractured in, in that sense in myself, um, when I came in, when I walked into my first meeting, a little bit, a little piece got put back into place when I heard people say that they had eaten that way. They had been driven by this compulsion to do things that they would never tell anybody about, but they were telling those things in meetings. And something in there, I, maybe it was hope or something, um, a little piece went back into myself that began, and I began to be reassembled by into that, what I would think of as a better self that could be revealed once I got out from under the morass of the price that I was paying to, to in this disease. Um, and so I think, I feel like that um, as the years have progressed and as I stayed in program and listened to people and I struggled against getting help, but eventually I, um, you know, listened to a sponsor. Eventually I um, listened to people talking about food sobriety and was willing to um, put down the foods and put down the eating behaviors that were keeping me in a broken state. And that took a while. It wasn't like I embraced this with open arms as some kind of whatever, <laughs> you know, like, anyway, I didn't embrace it with open arms. I really struggled because I, my, I knew what to do with the food. It was, it was just how I was. I didn't know that there was another way to be. 
And so program I saw from people's stories and, and from what I was seeing and from people's example that there was another way to be in life. And I eventually began to move to, in that direction with the help of other people. And so over the years, I feel like pieces have been put back into place in myself that were totally um, broken apart when I first came in. And um, as the years progress, that continues to happen. Every day that I attend, I attend meetings every day. I, um, um, you know, do service at the meeting and intergroup level. And every time I do that I, or talk to newcomers, I, I sponsor, do things like that. Every time I, I work with the concepts of this program, um, I gain emotional sobriety. For me, I had to have food sobriety first. My food had to be go into that neutral zone. I had to take my hands off of the foods that were causing me problems and the eating behaviors. And then the emo emotional sobriety began to kick in and I could begin to I could begin to move my time over into, well, how do I practice honesty first around the food? And then how do I practice honesty in the workplace or in just regular interactions with people? Um, how do I show up and make amends when I've done something that has not been great? Um, all those things I had to learn how to do in these rooms because I didn't have any plan that showed me how to do any of that. And I, and I certainly, before program, didn't feel responsible for taking care of any of that. That's so, okay. Okay. So anyway, um, from food sobriety, emotional sobriety, and which includes for me spiritual um, development also kicked in. And when I mean spiritual development, I don't, I just mean that, um, that I, I accepted that there was a power greater than myself. I didn't know what that meant. I still don't know what that means, but I um, am more able to turn my will over in large matters and small on a daily basis than I ever was before. And that's the thing that leads into tradition one is unless I'm able to um, understand that I'm not God and my perspective is not the only perspective and my opinion is not the only opinion and my way of recovery is not the only way of recovery. Unless I understand that I can't um, work with a group in a kind of, a harmonious way to find a solution that will work for all of us because I'll be otherwise too concerned with my opinion, my viewpoints, my way of doing things and my whatever, you know. So, um, you know, the, I looked in the dictionary and, you know, there the for unity, the word unity, they had words like collaboration, cooperation, wholeness, equilibrium, coherence, fellowship, and support. 
And for the opposite of wholeness, they had unbalanced or imbalanced tension, confusion, disturbance, and detachment. And all those things were the way I was before I came into program. And now I have program has has um, nurtured in me the ability to move towards cooperation and collaboration and having a greater, um, an idea of a greater um, purpose and principle in mind rather than just what I want to have happen in life for my, my little life. Um, and so when it talks about, you know, in the AA book, I'm just going to read a little bit here from the AA book and then a little bit from the OA one, but the AA one sort of for me, um, they say, and I always like the AA, this, this, how they write about this, because it's again, not like I embrace cooperation and collaboration with open arms it's you know something i have to learn how to do cuz i just it's not my natural way of being and it's an aa speaks to that it says the aa member has to conform to the principle of recovery his life actually depends upon obedience to spiritual principles if he deviates too far the penalty is sure and swift he sickens and dies at first he goes along because he must. And that's how I felt I do this. I go because I'm sort of dragged there. But, you know, so so that actually does, I learn from being dragged there and I eventually learn. Um, at first he goes along because he must, but later he discovers a way of life he really wants to live. Moreover, he finds he cannot keep this priceless gift unless he gives it away. And then it talks about carrying the message. Um, and this whole thing about discovering a way of life um, that I really want, this life that I've been given in recovery, which includes um, moving from personal recovery to being able to help keep OA as a group running, um, you know, is a way of life that is, I'm so much more happier in the, these second 35 years that I've lived than when I came in before the program. And um, it's because of these principles of that they talk about in the, in the steps and traditions of unity and honesty and clean. It's like basically uh, cleaning up my life so I don't have to live in such imbalance and disarray all the time. Um, there are five left. Okay, I guess I am going on for a while. Um, so I'll just end by saying that um, for me also, this tradition is connected to both the third step very deeply about um, knowing there's a power greater than myself and it's not me that I'm not God and that I need to let go of that and that gives me the ability to possibly form connections and work in collaboration with others and it also the seventh step prayer um, that says um, I'm now willing that you should have all of me good and bad 
I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands between me and my usefulness to you and others. That whole thing of getting my character defects out of the way that stands in the way is really important when I work, um, you know, let's say when I meet with as, cause I'm a host or a secretary or whatever, the intergroup rep for one of my meetings and we come together to talk. The same thing happens I'm in, when I'm in intergroup and we come together and talk that I have to really ask first for my character defects to be put aside so that I can be useful in this particular point of time and what needs to happen. And the last thing I'll just say is in the OA book, um, it says, let's see, that's the AA one. It says, the first tradition of unity reminds us of an important truth. We are not alone. And when I came into program, I was definitely alone in my disease. Um, we are connected to our fellow human beings. But like I said, the first meeting broke that right away. I was like, I mean, broke that isolation and connected me to others. I saw that who were dealing with what I was dealing with. Our emotional and spiritual health depends on the health of our relationships. The disease of compulsive eating, which once isolated us, has now led us to OA. Here in local groups, sponsorship roles, intergroups and service boards, region assemblies, and OA worldwide, we are learning to connect with other people in ways that nurture all of us as we recover together. So I just wanted to say as to end that, that being able to recover together um, is, you know, keeps, if we didn't have these meetings and we didn't have um, inner group to help with what's, you know, the fact that, you know, we need Zoom technology and insurance and things like that, just those ordinary things, we wouldn't be able to put the 12 steps into practice in our lives. And we would all be doing it alone unless we found our own little group somewhere. So anyway, I just really, really am grateful every day for the recovery that this program has given me. And it's come through all of you. So that's it. Thank you.